Episode 63, Neil Napier wants you to make your first $1,000 from your online course. The Online Course Guy Podcast. Regular people are taking their knowledge and content and packaging it up in an online course, and they're making a living doing it. Didn't you take some kind of course that covered this stuff? Check it out. It's a good course. It's a good class. Ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready? Here's the Online Course Guy. Jacques Hopkins. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Jacques Hopkins, and welcome to another edition of the Online Course Guy podcast. Coming at you today with Neil Napier, who is the founder of a software product called Kyvio. It's kind of like a ClickFunnels alternative, and we talked about that a little bit. But coming at you in a second is my favorite thing. But first, I want to tell you about the sponsor of today's podcast, and that is Bonjoro. With Bonjoro, you can quickly and easily send a short video to anybody with an email address. I recommend you do this by thanking your customers when they sign up for your online course. Every day, I log into Bonjoro, and the tasks are right there waiting for me for anybody that purchased my piano course the day before, and I can just go in and quickly and easily start up the video, call the person out by name, thank them for buying the course, welcome them to the course, and it really sets things off on the right foot. You can get started with a free 14-day trial of Bonjoro by heading to bonjoro.com slash Jacques. So we'll get into the full interview with Neil Napier here in just a second, but my favorite thing is this mission that Neil is on, and he wants you to make your first $1,000 from your online course as quickly as possible. That is his goal in helping you. And I think it's amazing because as I was telling Neil in the interview, that first 1,000 I think is the hardest. I think going from like 1,000 to 10,000 or heck, even going from 1,000 to 30,000 is way harder than going from zero to 1,000. I remember my very first month when my online piano course made $1,000 several years ago. And it was like, I was celebrating so hard. I remember you know, texting my wife a screenshot of the, you know, $1,003 or whatever for that particular month. I was just so pumped up and it was just validation that this could work. I think once you make your first thousand, you can do this. So that was my favorite thing from the episode. Let's jump into the full interview right now. Hi, Neil. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today. How are you? I'm I'm good. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. So what what is your experience, Neil, with online courses? Sure. So we've been creating and selling online courses for the last five years, typically helping business owners who want to do better social media marketing, uh, build their email list, build funnels, that sort of thing. Social media marketing, building funnels, I guess, digital marketing. How did you get into all that? Um, it was by pure accident. Uh, I, you know, it was more of a necessity because someone recommended to me that to make money online, I should go and do freelancing. So I started with that, realized that I could write well, but then there was more money to be made in copywriting and then more money to be made actually selling products because I was writing copy for other people who were selling products. So I decided to just move towards creating, you know, information products, videos, PDFs, out of what I knew, out of what I had done. And so I could teach that skill to other people as well. How did you know how to, how to make your first online course? Um, it was a difficult one. I mean, I looked at what a lot of other people were doing. And at that time, I didn't quite know what a course meant because I always thought if someone can go to YouTube and watch the videos anyway, 
why will they actually go through a course? Why would they pay for it? But then I realized that a course is much more than just a few videos strung together. A course is more about structure and planning and step-by-step information that people can use to create something of their own. So to me, creating my first course was all about watching other people, seeing what they were doing. And I even looked at the likes of Brendan Bouchard to see how he was teaching other people on building products. And I you know, learned a lot from people by watching. So what, what kind of tools did you use back you know, five years ago to get your online course together? So most of the courses I was creating back then was PDF because I was quite shy about not just getting on the camera, but even putting my voice to something. So it was mostly PDF. But when I would, I would use PowerPoint and then Camtasia to record a video. I even used a, um, a branded version of Screencast-O-Matic just to record videos and put them together. Then when it came to putting up a membership site, I would uh, opt in for WordPress because it was free. And then there were a few plugins on top of that, like Dish, Laxis, Pass. So I used them to put everything together in the members area. So fast forwarding today, like what tools do you recommend people use today to put together an online course? Well, I'm a little bit biased there because we have our own tool that, uh, you know, we use in our own business right now. So it's called Kaivio and uh, it provides people the ability to have their own membership site, their own funnels, as well as send out emails from our platform. And uh, we've created in such a way that even if you're not technical and if you want to just come in and you have a course recorded and done, you just want to put it and start making sales, you can do that within 24 hours. When did you create Kaivio? Uh, we created it about 18 months ago. That's when we went live with it for the first time. <laughs> so uh, obviously, you know, we, we mostly talk about online courses on this podcast, but that's... Um, you know, I've had one other kind of software creator on the show, the guy that um, created a software tool called Bonjoro that allows you to send videos very quickly and easily to somebody. But I think Kaivio is a little more elaborate than that. I mean, what's what's the process even like for developing something like that? Oh, it is absolutely massive. So, you know, we originally had products that would just do the sales funnel or just do the membership side, just do the email marketing and we realized that a better way to offer them is house them all under one roof. And we also have an affiliate module in there. The idea being that for someone who's starting out, they shouldn't have to go to three different places or four different places to be able to sell uh, what they want to sell. So we brought everything together. And it's smarter because each of these modules talks to each other. So in terms of development, uh, imagine having four children and you have to pay enough love and attention to all four of them at the same time. That's kind of what it's like at the moment. So why, why, would I, why would somebody like me use Kaivio over something like ClickFunnels or Kartra? So ClickFunnels is a good tool and so is Kartra. It's more recent actually. ClickFunnels is mostly aimed at funnel building. And uh, you know, if you do want to scale that up, it gets a little bit expensive. Kartra is a very good tool. I think those guys have done really well by making it smart and bringing everything together under one roof as well. But again, from what I've seen, it's a, Kartra is a little bit pricier for most people and ClickFunnels doesn't quite offer everything that they would need to run an online business. And that's what we try and do in terms of giving them an infrastructure. What is, what is the price point of Kaivio? So the price point is between 29 a month to 149 a month, depending on what you want to use it with, like how many sites and stuff. Okay. So is it, would it be fair to say that, that people interested in a tool like that, um, that has multiple features like membership sites, order forms, landing page building, uh, but maybe something like ClickFunnels is out of their price range, uh, it would be a good fit for Kaivio? 
I think so. I mean, we don't like to list out our price as our USP because I think we have other things going for us as well, but we are absolutely more affordable than other tools. Gotcha. How big's your team? We've got about 18 people at the moment and uh, eight of them are developers. Are you doing much uh, in terms of instructing people today how to make an online course? So the thing is, the way I go about it is uh, quite different to how everyone else does. A lot of people start by coming up with an idea of a course and then they build out a structure. They start recording a videos and then eventually they go out and sell. I go about it kind of the other way. So I come up with a product idea with a name. I do structure it as well, but that's just so that I can build a sales page. So even before I build a course, I usually build a sales page. And uh, what I do is once I've done the sales page, I give it to my designer. It takes him about a day to put everything together. And then we open it up for our customers and we tell them that, hey, you know, it's $197. And uh, we are only giving away a limited number of copies of this because let's say it's at the beta price. And then we track how many, how much traffic we send to that link and how many clicks did we get on that button for $197. Now, it doesn't mean all of them will actually convert to a full sale, but that does give us an idea about, you know, compared to our previous products, how much of a requirement is for something like this. So when people click on that button, we just say, hey, we just ran out or we just filled up the seats. Uh, You can leave your email address here and we can contact you when it next becomes available. So that gives us, you know, if they give an email address, then they're definitely serious about it. So it gives us some understanding of whether or not we should create the course. And if it doesn't take off, we just, you know, never talk about it again. If they ask, we just say we are not planning to reopen it at this time. That's it. So most of the work involved in that process would be just building the sales page, right? Exactly. And I mean, I think people should be doing that because what happens with courses and even software is that once you start building it, you feel like, oh, I should also add this and I should also add that. So a lot of people don't end up actually finishing. But when you have the sales page ready, you know exactly what you're going to sell and you know exactly what journey the customers will go through as well when they feel like what it would feel like to have this product. So I want to I want to get into some of the elements of of the sales page that you would recommend. But as far as the metrics that you're looking for, I mean, you're, I'm guessing you're basically sending out this information to an email list, and people come to the sales page, and then they either click the enroll button or they don't. What kind of conversion rate are you looking for to call it a success? Um, it depends on the price point. So remember, our list is what we would call warm traffic, you know, so they really believe in us, they have the trust and everything. So let's say if I'm sending 100 clicks to a page, uh, which is my own selling my own product, then typically I would want even at $197 price point, you know, say from just one email alone, or rather a pre-sell, and hey, it's live kind of email, I would want at least, say, seven or eight sales, you know, 10 if it's still good. So um, we're talking here about a couple of thousand dollars from uh, a list of 100 people, uh, rather, you know, 100 clicks that we get to that page. Now, if that number goes down to a little bit, say, a thousand, we might beef up the offer, we might put in a few more things and ask them, hey, you know, we are creating the course, but what else would you like from it? Uh, What stopped you from buying today? So we could ask them those kinds of questions. But if it's really low, and sometimes that's happened, we just, you know, don't go for it. So when you talk about metrics, I mean, ideally, I'm looking for, you know, in such a case about $10 per click, uh, at the very least from people who landed on that page. Okay. So as far as the sales page go, I see people out there that just think you can make an online course and then not basically not even have a sales page. Just be like, look, guys, I have an online course. And then there's a buy now button um, without 
providing any other information about it um, or using any marketing strategy to um, to show people that, hey, this is what's, what you're going to look like before the course and here's what you're going to look like after the course. So um, obviously, you recommend having a sales page. What are the different elements you recommend having on the page? So I just want to preface this with the idea that a lot of people tend to create one course and then they create another, then they create another. For me, it's more about creating a course and that's where you spend 20% of your time. But then the 80% of the time you spend marketing it, selling it, approaching it from different angles. So when we think about building up a sales page, the most important thing is the headline where you want to call out to the biggest benefit that people can achieve by going through your course. So the headline is a big thing. I tend to use videos as well because I can, again, put some personal element to it. And quite honestly, if you create a sales page script or a video script, you can reuse that again for the sales page or the video script, you know, vice versa. So you don't need to do double the work for what you're trying to do. And the video doesn't need to be professionally done if you just want to be on camera or even if you don't, if you just want to do a PowerPoint presentation, that's more than enough just to kick things off. And then, you know, a little bit of description about each module, what can they expect to get? Uh, to get uh, would be useful. And after that, just a a couple of buy buttons on the sales page is enough. So honestly, building something out like this, if you have the idea of the product in your mind, then that's clear. It'll take you about four hours to to do that. Give it to a designer, maybe another four to eight hours and you're done. So I think the biggest sticking point of all those steps you just mentioned for, for most people would be the video itself. How do you determine the content that goes in the video? Um, Think about it like this. If you were, and I know we are sometimes not our own customers, but if you could put yourself in a position of your customer, how would they like to be wooed? Like, what would you, what could you say to yourself in that situation that would make you feel like this is an irresistible offer? So I think when someone's struggling to build a, a video sales letter, video sales script, what they could do is simply approach it like they would in any conversation. Like, hey, I'm this, this is what I do. And this is, what, this is how I can help you today. Uh, let me explain in detail exactly what pain points you could be facing before and how what, everything that I'm going to show you today could resolve that. And this is everything. I hope you make the right decision today. Thank you. So it doesn't need to be super complicated. A simple conversation could be turned into a video sales letter as well. So these sales pages, uh, I assume, can be built in Kyvio. They absolutely can, yes. And then the membership site, when somebody buys, um, would you could build that in Kaivio as well. Exactly. Email. And when you get the leads, you can email them from Kaivio when you want to sell them something else or get a survey done. Okay. So email as well. Yeah. All right. So most people that are listening to this are probably just listening to this and not watching. Uh, what's, what's going on with the t-shirt you're wearing right now? Oh, so the t-shirt is my first thousand. So, you know, we realized that even though we have a great platform, a lot of people who want to get started or who have the, the positivity, they're not able to get started because uh, something holds them back. So we started a free Facebook group. Uh, it's called My First Thousand. And the goal of that Facebook group is that we want to help people get to their first thousand dollars with membership sites. And uh, what we do is, you know, we, we ran a five-day live training series in past, and that's now available within the group as well. We actually had Ryan Dice showing up on one of those days and discussing ways in which he has built a half a million dollar a month recurring membership. And uh, for now, every week, I tend to do a live video in front of everyone showing them how I'm building my membership site, how I'm writing my sales page, writing my emails. And then uh, every day or so, you know, we keep up the energy going. We 
try and discuss what problems people are facing. And we also try and help each other out there. Neil, I think that's great because I think that the first thousand is is the hardest part of all this. I think that like for me going to from like one thousand to ten thousand and beyond was way easier than going from zero to one thousand. I think that's that can be a huge, huge problem for a lot of people. What what kind of um sticking points and reasons are you seeing that people aren't able to get there? If I'm honest, I think it's mostly the confidence. I think a lot of people already have And I wouldn't even call it expertise because when I say expertise, people get scared that they say I'm not an expert. But I always say that you know more than the person you're trying to sell to. You know, the person who will buy from you, you know more than him or her, which is why you'll make that sale. So a lot of people, their sticking point is confidence. There's a voice in the back of their head that keeps telling them not today. It can't be me because I don't know enough. So I think once you overcome that, once you give yourself the permission to succeed, it is quite easy to just take action, get things done, and put yourself out there. A lot of people are afraid of feedback. I mean, they I ask them to share their membership site with me, and I'll critique it. But they're like, oh, it's not done yet, or it's missing this, or it's missing that. It shouldn't matter, because what you should try and do is simply get things done as best as you can, put it out live, and then get some feedback and see how uh, what people think about it. Why did you choose 1,000 as the number? Um, so... It's kind of easily recollectable. And uh, I also wanted the number that most people who are starting with online marketing can affirm to. And we talked about this with customers. We said, uh, with the people who joined the group, we said, what would your first $1,000 mean to you? And, you know, it's funny because people in the US, for example, were like, oh, not a lot. You know, it's something, it'll help me like go on a holiday or do this, but it's okay. But then there were people from India or Latin America who were saying that $1,000 could potentially change their lives because it could set them on a path or it could give them that money that would be enough to pay for the next few months. So we thought that, you know, the figure might be more of a validation thing for, say, people in the US, but for people in other parts of the world, it could be completely life-changing. Gotcha. So let's say that I had zero experience with online courses um, and and I listened to this podcast episode. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go join Neil's Facebook group. Uh, what what can I expect and what are, what can I expect to learn to help me get to that first thousand? So the group is all about taking action. Every week or so, I do a live video where I talk about, you know, challenges that people are facing. So they put out their questions and quite often I dissect them on a live video and I showcase behind the scenes about how I do things. So if you are struggling to take action, if you're struggling to essentially get things done, you'll find a good home there where you'll feel constantly inspired with all the success stories that we're putting out with people who have hit the first thousand. And uh, hopefully that will give you the impetus that you need to succeed. So let's say that I am very motivated um, and I am like a world-class like Rubik's Cube solver. Just a very simple example. Like I can solve one really quickly and I've even taught a few people in person how how to learn how to solve it. And I joined the group like, I'm motivated, but like, I just don't know the steps that it takes. Am I going to learn that in that group? Absolutely. So we do have a lot of free videos in the group as well, which actually uh, list out the steps all the way from picking a niche, you know, then finding your customer avatar, uh, the ideal customer and figuring out your customer value journey as well. A lot of additional marketing uh, marketer folks teach all the way down to, you know, putting the product in the members area, putting your course in the members area and then driving traffic to it using Facebook and LinkedIn. So we do tend to cover everything. And like I said, the group's free because you want to make sure that anyone who gets in gets an A to Z uh, map of what to do. But at the same time, we try and 
not make it too complicated. We try and make it so anyone who you know can solve a Rubik's cube, which is not some talent, by the way, can come in and uh, you know learn how to transfer that skill to other people using courses. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm not a world-class Rubik's Cube solver. It's <laughs> just the sure. example that came to mind. So sure. in a sense, it's uh, it's kind of like an online course inside of that Facebook group, it sounds like. It is. I mean, uh, like I said, and it's, uh, you know, it, it's our goal to help a thousand people to get to their first thousand dollars. So that's my million dollar goal. And uh, we want to do as much as we can to give that value for free. Because truth be told, when people see that value, when people are able to get to their first thousand dollars, they'll obviously know, like, and trust us. So eventually when it comes to me saying, hey, go buy Kyvier, then we'll. So, you know, there is that ulterior motive too. But before we get to that, I want to make sure that people can get results with the free stuff that we put out there. Yeah, that was actually going to be my next question, Neil, is, you know, you're putting a lot of free uh, content out there and spending a lot of your time in this group. Um, I imagine one of the main motivators for you is to get a handful of these people to eventually sign up for your software program. Absolutely. So, you know, it's funny, but for every podcast that we do, we actually end up spending another hundred dollars, you know, in terms of like putting everything together after with editing and whatnot. And then also we send out a t-shirt to all the people who've been on the podcast, the same one, just so that they also feel part of the community. So all that costs money, but we know that, Putting that out there in terms of branding, in terms of marketing is a little bit of effort, but that will pay off eventually for when, you know, they tell other people and more people will join the group. And then ideally one day, hopefully it will go viral and, you know, people will remember my first thousand, like they would remember Ed Dale's 30 day challenge. So once somebody hits the goal and and is making a thousand dollars, let's say they're making a thousand dollars a month, uh, what's the next step for them? So the next step is, I mean, I typically ask people to jump on a call with me just so we can do an interview with them just to see what they did right. And then usually for the rest of the half an hour, I advise them on what they could do next based on what their current challenge is. And when they hit the $1,000 for most people, the next challenge is, okay, this is doing okay, but I want to take it to 10. What do I do next? And mostly it's about traffic. In some cases, uh, if there are possibilities, I recommend taking the course, taking what they have to an affiliate to kind of get that quick sale from people other than whom you know as well. So it's either the affiliate setup or if people can't afford to pay for paid traffic, I recommend uh, them to go for paid traffic. Okay. So in terms of traffic building strategies, it sounds like your top two would be to find affiliates or paid traffic. Absolutely. I mean, LinkedIn works as well, uh, but I think it depends on what markets or what kind of people you're going after. So if you're going after other business owners or let's say coaches or consultants, you can find a lot of them on LinkedIn. But if your courses are targeted to, say, solving a Rubik's Cube, it might be tough to niche down on that immediately. So you might want to take a much broader approach with that or at least figure out who your best customers are and then you can target them. What other advice do you have for somebody that's just starting out with online courses? My strongest advice would be try and sell the idea first before you actually create the course. And I don't mean just sell the ideas, tell your idea to a friend, but literally put up a sales page with a buy button on it and track how many people click. Because the worst thing you can do, and I actually had a student a few years ago who had spent $8,000 creating a course, you know, making it beautiful, putting out a membership site, and then he was under enormous pressure to make money with it. And if you put yourself in that situation, you are to blame. But if you can put out a sales page, test out the idea, see if people would be willing to pay, then you know whether or not it's something you should run with. 
Sounds a lot like the uh, the Tim Ferriss strategy in Four Hour Workweek, where he suggests that you test out different AdWords campaigns and see which one gets more clicks. Um, and and I think he even mentioned that he named his book Four Hour Workweek based on one of those ca- campaigns. Um, so it's it sounds like a very similar strategy, just in terms of actually testing it in the market to see which one gets more clicks. Interesting. You know, I actually still haven't read that book. I think I just kind of missed it when it came out and never really picked it up. But I will say this, that you can use the same strategy for headlines, for example. I mean, split testing a landing page for headline uh, can be done, but it's a bit difficult because you don't get a lot of traffic. What you can do is if you want to try and create a few headlines, you can test them via ads and see which headline gets the most clicks and then use that on your landing page as well. Neil, thanks so much for joining me on the podcast today. Uh, let the audience know if there's anything else you want to share and and uh, remind them where where they can go to, to find out more about you and this Facebook group. Sure. Just uh, go to Facebook and type in My First Thousand inside the search bar and you'll find this quite easily. Join that group. And uh, you know if you have any questions, if you have any challenges, post them in there and I'll personally record a video for you to answer those for you. Thanks, Neil. Thanks. That's going to do it for episode 63 of the podcast. You can find all the detailed show notes and any links from today's episode by visiting theonlinecourseguide.com slash 63. Of course, check out our sponsor, Bonjoro. You can get a free 14-day trial by heading to bonjoro.com slash Jacques. That's B-O-N-J-O-R-O dot com slash J-A-C-Q-U-E-S. And I want you to check out my free online course, Workshop. A lot of people have been checking out the workshop lately. They've been getting a lot out of it, and it's really motivating them to take action on what's inside the workshop. So it's about 30 minutes long. It's ready for you. Just head to the online course guy. And this is for those of you that haven't started your online course yet, not really sure where to go. This is actionable stuff in this workshop that you can take away, get started immediately. Or if you have an online course already and it just hasn't reached your goals, you need this information. Once again, check out the online course workshop at theonlinecourseguide.com. And please stay tuned because I've got plenty more coming at you in this podcast. Stay tuned for episode 64 with Dr. Greg Bataro, who found a really cool niche with actually no competition, but there's still a market for it. Stay tuned.